It's the old radio comedy podcast. It's episode 107 of season two in time for another classic comedy radio show from the golden age of radio. Charlotte Greenwood was a dancer and actress who got her start in vaudeville in the early 1900s, graduated to theater in the 19-teens, and then to films starting in 1915. She got her own radio program, The Charlotte Greenwood Show, which ran from 1944 to 1946, as a situation comedy. It started out, like so many did, as a summer replacement for The Bob Hope Show, and gained its own time slot and sponsors, Pepsodent and Hallmark Cards. The early version of the show was Greenwood playing a fictional version of herself as a reporter for a small newspaper as research for a film role. By 1945, the show had changed to Greenwood raising three children after her best friend died in the fictional town of Lakeview. So sit back and relax for the April 1st, 1945 broadcast of the Charlotte Greenwood Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The Hallmark Charlotte Greenwood Show, which starting next Sunday will be on the air two and a half hours later. <laughs> Charlotte Greenwood is brought to you this Sunday and every Sunday at this time by the makers of Hallmark Greeting Cards to remind you that every time you want to remember someone, you'll find a Hallmark card that says just what you want to say the way you want to say it. So when you choose a card, look on the back for the three identifying words, a Hallmark card. Yes, don't forget, a Hallmark card will best express your perfect taste, your thoughtfulness. And here is our star, that lovable lady of stage, screen, and radio, Charlotte Greenwood. And now to the Barton home, where Charlotte is raising the three Barton children. Although she doesn't know it, she's heading full tilt for more trouble. On this particular Wednesday morning, we find her in the hall talking to Judge Cronin, and she's saying... Why, certainly, Judge, I'd love to have your niece stay with us over Easter. Tell me about it. Well, her name's Susan, and she lives over in Porterville. That's a little town over near Mound City. Yes, I've driven through Porterville. It's one of those places where you say, that's a nice town we're coming to, wasn't it? (laughs) Yes, well, her folks promised her she could come to Lakeview for the Easter Monday Red Cross Ball, so they're sending her to me. Me? Entertaining a 15-year-old girl. Well, you leave everything to me, Judge. Barbara and I will see that Susan is well entertained. Oh, Barbara and Susie are old friends. They play together. 
Way back when they were both in short dresses? That seems impossible. You mean them playing together? No, the dresses could be any shorter. Oh. <laughs> when will Susan arrive? Well, uh, uh, let's see. Susan? Yes. Well, uh, maybe I'll you'll t- bring her up from the bus, yes, will you? Yes, yes, I'll bring her up, up from the bus station tomorrow morning. And mm-hmm. uh, by the way, it, it happens that I have a couple of tickets for the uh, Easter Monday ball, and, uh, well, uh, I was wondering... Uh, uh-huh. uh, I was wondering... Uh, yes, well, now we're both wondering. Go, go on. Uh, well, I, I was going to say... Uh, I wonder if you'd go with me, huh? Will you, huh? Will you? Will you? Mm-hmm. Huh? Oh, Judge, I think you're kind and thoughtful and, shall I say, uh, debonair. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, please do. Then you'll go to the ball with me? No. No? No. Oh. No. But I might be able to let you know later. Well, look, I- I'll see you tomorrow morning, Miss Greenwood, when I bring Susie I'm so relieved. I'm sure you know how to entertain a junior miss. Oh, yes. I was a junior miss once myself. <laughs> Trouble was, I kept on missing. <laughs> uh, rest assured, Judge, the whole family will be delighted to have Susan here. Oh, just delighted. <laughs> Charlotte, you mean on account of this Susie character coming this morning, I've got to move out of my room again? For corn's sake. Now, Jack, is that a nice way to talk? And that's just exactly the way I feel. Now, Barbara. Oh, but Don Benson's going to be home on leave for Easter ball, and what'll I do with Susie? Well, maybe we can find a boyfriend for her, and then you can all go together. Well, yes, but Don and I are, are practically engaged. It's no fun dragging somebody else along when you go out with that certain man. Barbara, never call a man certain until you're certain he can't get away. <laughs> How are you doing with that oatmeal, Robert? Okay, Charlotte. I'm glad Susie is coming. Well, thank goodness somebody is. Robert, you're a man after my own heart. What's that mean? <laughs> Come to think of it, I wouldn't know. I never had a man after mine. <laughs> oh, and Charlotte, what makes you so glad she's coming, Bobby? Because Jack told me she's a sad chick with a bumpy frame. Bobby. <laughs> a what? Yeah, and I want to see her so I'll know what that means. Well, whatever it means, Jack ought to be ashamed of himself. Well, gee whiz, Aunt Charlotte, you've never seen Susie. And we have. Jack and I used to play with her every summer when we went to the farm. She's a little squirt with pigtails. And braces on her teeth. Well, I always say braces are better than spaces. <laughs> well, you ought to see that face of hers. Honest, Aunt Charlotte. She's the one they wrote that song about. My screams are getting better all the time. <laughs> now, children, please. Now, she's Judge Cronin's niece, and we're going to help her enjoy her Easter. Oh, well, all right, Aunt Charlotte. I'll do everything I can to make her happy. I don't know where I'll find a boy to take her places. Well, get Howard Morton. He's as big a goon as she is. Hey, look. There's a taxi outside. It's Judge Cronin and a girl. Oh, oh, that's Susie. What did I tell you? Look at those pigtails. Oh, and that sweater and Bobby's talk. Yeah, and she's still got those braces in her mouth. I can't see. Did she bring her pompy frame? Well, <laughs> well, come along, children. Let's all go and let her in. Well, Judge Cronin, come right in. Ah, uh, good morning. Good morning, Miss Greenwood. But come, come, come. Step right in. So, Susan, this is, this is Miss Greenwood, the lady I told you about. I'm happy to meet you, Susan. Yeah, hi, Miss Greenwood. Can I have your autograph? I've got my book right here. Yeah. Well, perhaps a little later, Susan. Oh, it'll only take a second. Sign right uh, here. D- 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 a little later, Susan. <laughs> Susan's quite an autograph collector. <laughs> uh, you haven't said hello to Jack and Barbara, Susan? Oh, yeah. Hello, Jack. Gee, you've certainly changed. You haven't, Susie. Uh, well, uh, you remember Barbara, Susan. Hi, Barbara. 
Golly, that's a sharp-looking dress. Thank you, Susie. Uh, may I take that package you're carrying? Yeah, but be awful careful. That's my whole collection of Frankie Venucci records. Frankie Venucci? You collect his records? Yeah. Don't you just think he's heavenly? When he sings, don't you just swoon? Swoon? Me? Oh, brother. <laughs> oh, uh, 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 Miss Greenwood, uh, have you made up your mind yet about... Uh, about going to the ball? Yes. No, I haven't decided yet. Well, now, no. don't forget. We're going to trip the light fantastic. Oh, Judge, is that trip really necessary? <laughs> Have you phoned Howard Morton yet? Yes, dear. He's coming over to meet Susan right away. Did he sound excited when you talked to him about taking her to the ball? Excited? He bubbled so much, I wasn't sure whether I was listening to a boy or water running out of a bathtub. Howard's <laughs> <laughs> oh, like that. He doesn't get to go out with girls much. He's, well, he's kind of a drip. A drip? Mm-hmm. And just between us, so is Susan. My, how times have changed. In my day, when you had a drip in the house, you called in a plumber. Now you call in another drip. <laughs> But now, you are going to be nice to Susan, aren't you, dear? Oh, yes, Aunt Charlotte, I promise. And if Howard won't take her to the ball after he sees her, well, she can go with Don and me. Hmm. What would a G.I. possibly do with two girls? Hmm. I'll see who that is, Barbara. Hi, Miss Greenwood. Oh, Howard, we've been expecting you. Come in. Yeah, I dashed right over. Gee, I'm anxious to meet this Susie you told me about. Is she real pretty? Well, uh, she's anxious to meet you, too, Howard. Uh, come in the living room. We're having some chocolate. Okay. Oh, hello, Howard. Oh, hi, Barbara. Oh, Susie isn't here, huh? Oh, she'll be right down. Uh, won't you have some chocolate? Oh, yes, thanks. Oh, it's nice of you to ask Susan to the ball. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Of course, I haven't asked her yet. Mm-hmm. I-, I haven't even seen her yet. Yes, oh, but you're going to ask her, aren't you? Oh, sure, sure. I, I bet if she's a friend of yours, Barbara, she's real pretty. Is she pretty? Well, uh, to be perfectly frank... Oh, we forgot to give Howard a napkin. Here, Howard. Uh, Yes, thanks. What were you going to say, Barbara? Uh, Well, about Susie. To be perfectly frank... Oh, we forgot the cookies. Oh, have a cookie, Howard. Oh, they are delicious. Yes, thanks. (laughs) Now, what were you going to say about Susie? Uh, Well, she's... Hi, everybody. What's cooking? Oh, here, Susan. Now, come in, dear. (laughs) Is that... That... That Susie? That... the whole train. Oh, gosh, Miss Greenwood. I'm sorry. Gosh. I'd better go now. Well, never gosh. mind that, Howard. Never mind. Now, uh, you, But you haven't met Susan. Uh, oh, yeah. Hiya, Susie. Goodbye. But, Howard, aren't you forgetting something? Yeah, but I... You wanted to ask her something, don't you remember? The ball. Oh, yeah, the ball. All right. Will you go to the Easter Monday ball with me? I'll call for you about 8 o'clock. Thanks very much. Goodbye. <laughs> Uh, Susan, Howard is just a little shy. He's not shy. He he doesn't want to take me. Nobody ever wants to take me, and I know why, too. Now, Susan. These braces on my teeth. It's my hair and my clothes. But Howard did ask you to go. I won't go. I won't go. I'm not looking like this. Now, look, child. You're going to the ball. But first, I want to have a word with you. Susan, you're 15, and you look 15. Now, the very things you worry about, your teeth and braces and the way your hair acts up, why, you'll forget all about that a year from now. You don't understand, Miss Greenwood. You're glamorous and you're a Hollywood star. Child, I'd like to be starting again with your age and your equipment. (laughs) (laughs) But 
the ball is Monday night. I want to be glamorous now. Now, wait a minute. I have an idea. But you know that beauty goes a lot deeper than lip rouge in a party dress. So if I do something for you, you've got to promise to do two things for me. What, Miss Greenwood? That you won't lose your head, and that on Tuesday morning after the ball, you'll wake up and be 15-year-old Susan again. Promise? I promise. All right. Then right now, I've got to make a phone call. Mr. Anderson and Judge Cronin, boys, come in. Morning, Charlie. Uh, good morning, Miss Greenwood. Why, I didn't expect to see you two on Saturday morning. What can I do for you? Don't ask me. Ask Cronin. You talked me into driving him out. Uh, quite, quite. I have a personal matter to discuss with Miss Greenwood. As uh, Anderson, I don't imagine you'd like to wait out in the car. No, I don't imagine I would. <laughs> I see. Uh, well, Miss Greenwood, uh, today is Saturday. Tomorrow mm-hmm. is Sunday, and the next day is... Monday? Mm-hmm. There's a whole weekend gone. We haven't accomplished a thing. It's terrible, isn't it? Well, uh, Monday, Miss Greenwood, is the night of the ball. I want to know, are you or are you not going with me? Huh? Hey, what is uh, this? This, Anderson, I repeat, is a personal matter between Miss Greenwood and me. Oh, what is it? Yes. Well, it so happens that I've got two tickets to that ball, and I've been planning to ask Charlotte myself. Why, Mr. Anderson, how well you've kept your secret. Yeah. <laughs> now, wait a minute, Anderson. I have a prior claim here. I asked her three days ago. Yes, and you haven't even got an answer yet. So, poo-poo to you. Oh, is that so? Well, poo-poo to you, too. Oh. Oh. Uh, well, if you want to put it on that basis, poo-poo-poo-poo to you. So that's what it's like to have men fight over you. Now, <laughs> uh, look, Miss Greenwood, which one of us are you going with? Boys, can't I tell you later? I'm expecting Maybelle of Hollywood any moment now. Uh, uh, Maybelle of Hollywood? Mm-hmm. Oh. The famous glamour expert? Maybelle is here in town at the Warfield Theater with the Air Force show. Oh, it's an opportunity that was made to order. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, Maybelle, the makeup expert, glamorizes all the movie stars. Well, <laughs> we'll have to meet her, eh, Anderson? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, Charlotte, what's she like? Well, I've never met Maybelle. Never matter? No. Do I look like I'd ever been glamorized? <laughs> oh, but in your case, Miss Greenwood, no one would need to gild the lily. <laughs> Maybe not, but sometimes I think they might have simonized the stalk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that's the doorbell. How do you do? Good afternoon, madame. This is the Barton residence, I trust? Yes, it is. And you then are Mrs. Greenwood, I trust? Well, don't be quite so trusting. It's not Mrs. Greenwood, it's Miss Greenwood. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're sorry. <laughs> Won't you come in? No, see, thank you. This is Judge Cronin and Mr. Anderson, and uh, I don't believe I caught your name. Oh, I did not throw it. Uh, <laughs> it is my bed. Well, that oh. is... What? <laughs> You're Maybelle? Monsieur Maybelle, oui, oui. Monsieur Maybelle, whoa, whoa. Hmm, it's us. I think we'll be going now. Yes, uh, goodbye, Miss Greenwood. Goodbye, boys. Now, Miss Greenwood, uh, what is this job you have for me? Well, sir, it's not exactly a job. It's more like a project. <laughs> Just a second, I'll call her. Susan. Did you call me, Miss Greenwood? Just one moment. Stand where you are, please. Aha. Uh-huh. Hmm? Oh-ho. Aha. Uh-huh. 
but I think he's figuring out a retread job. <laughs> What's two and a half hours later? If you've been hearing that question over your radio this week, here's the answer. The Hallmark Charlotte Greenwood show will be two and one half hours later, starting next Sunday, April the 8th, broadcast over this same station to which you are listening. Now, in other words, Charlotte Greenwood comes on the air Eastern Wartime next Sunday at 5.30, Central Wartime at 4.30, Mountain Wartime at 3.30, and Pacific Wartime at 2.30, starting next Sunday. Please remember, it's two and one half hours later. What, two and one half hours later? The Hallmark Charlotte Greenwood Show, starting next Sunday. Now, back to our story. It's Saturday evening in the Barton home, and Jack, Jack is just coming excitedly down the stairs. Charlotte. And Charlotte. Well, good heavens, Jack. What's happened? Gosh, I just met Susie upstairs, and I, I didn't even know her. Why, well, she's beautiful. Her hair's done different. She's taken the braces off her teeth, and, well, she's got on an evening gown that had knocked your eyes out. Yes, well, push yours back in, Jack. <laughs> it's one of my evening gowns cut down a little. Yours? Huh? But, gosh, well, I've seen you in an evening gown, and... Well, I understand, Charlotte. You never look like that. Well, of course not. You can't get any more out of an evening gown than you put into it. <laughs> Where are you going, Jack? Upstairs to take another look. Boy, she's terrific. Well, <laughs> it looks like Susie's a success. <laughs> Hi, Miss Greenwood. Oh, Howard, come in. Thank you. Is the... Uh... Is Susan here? Yes, Howard, I'll call her. Oh, no, 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 don't, don't call her. I can't take her to the ball, so I don't want to see her. Oh, but Howard, if you tell her yourself, she might make you see things differently. Oh, well, thanks anyway, but something has come Excuse up. Excuse me, Howard. Uh-huh. Well, of all people. Hello, Miss Greenwood. John Benson, I can't believe it. I didn't know that you were in town already. Oh, didn't Barbara tell you? I got in this afternoon. A bunch of us are going over to Janet's house to dance. Say, the Army certainly agrees with you, young man. You look wonderful. This is Howard Morton, uh, Private Don Benson. Hi, Howard. How do you do? Well, look, Miss Greenwood, you just give Susie my message, will you? I gotta go. Well, wait a minute now. Somebody's coming down the stairs. It might be Susie. Well, who's Susan? I, I want to see Barbara. I haven't... Who's this? Uh, it's Susan. Gosh. How do you do, Mr. Morton? Hello. Uh, <laughs> Don, this is our house guest. Susan, may I present Barbara's friend, Don Benton. Hi. Well, hi. Gee, I didn't know you were here. Are you coming along with us tonight? Sure, I'm coming. Well, swell. Say, I got my dad's car outside. Get your coat and let's go. Say, Susan, I wanted to see you about something. But children, aren't you going to wait for Barbara? Oh, sure. We'll wait out in the car. Good night. Dear me. Howard. Yeah? Do you know how to get in touch with Mr. Anthony? (laughs) 
Barbara, dear, you've been crying ever since you came home. What happened? <laughs> we went to Janison. Don danced to Susie. Pretty soon he wasn't dancing with me at all. Oh, dear. Oh, Aunt Charlotte, what do I do? Good morning, Miss Greenwood. But, Howard, what brings you here so early this morning? Oh, gee, Miss Greenwood, I couldn't sleep all night. Why, Howard, don't tell me you've fallen in love with Susan. Well, I... Gee, she's the most wonderful girl I ever almost had. <laughs> and now... Now that soldier, Don Benson, is taking her away from me. My whole life's going to be ruined. Oh, dear. Miss Greenwood, what'll I do? Don, if you can find a way of telling Barbara you've fallen in love with somebody else without making her unhappy, you're a genius. Are you sure that it's not just an infatuation? Miss Greenwood, since I've been in the Army, I've been around. I know the real thing when it happens. I'm going to marry Susan. Have you talked to her about it? Well, No. You see, we danced all evening. We didn't have a chance to talk. You realize, Don, that if you should get married, sometimes the music stops and you have to make conversation? Yeah, but that isn't what I wanted to ask you. It's about Barbara. I've got to figure out some way of telling her without hurting her feelings. Oh, dear. Miss Greenwood, what'll I do? Susan, could I talk with you a minute? Yes, Miss Greenwood. Only would you mind calling me Suzanne? <laughs> you like that better than Susan? Well, I think it fits my personality better, don't you? I mean, now that I've grown up. Why, how you've aged since we first met. <laughs> but look, Susie. Suzanne. Oh, uh, Suzanne, pardon me. I wonder if you realize how unhappy you're making this Easter Sunday for Barbara. It's very happy for me. I know, but maybe it won't be so happy when you realize what you're doing. I don't care. Now, Susan, uh... Suzanne, in spite of that dress, you know, you're still a little girl. And you're meddling with a lot of emotions that you don't understand. I don't know what you're talking about. That's exactly my point. Now, tell me, dear, when you and Don were together last night, did you have much chance to talk? Talk? Uh -huh. Oh, no, we couldn't. We were dancing. Then you're going to have a chance, because I'm asking Don over tonight. <laughs> Go in the living room, dear. Howard and Don just came, and they're in there with Susan. But, Aunt Charlotte, why'd you have to invite Don? Well, they both told me that they hadn't had an opportunity to talk yet. Yeah, but when people talk, they just get to like each other more. Oh, they do. Hmm? Well, you never went to a political convention. <laughs> Come on, now, let's go in. No, Aunt Charlotte. I'm going up to my room. Hi, Miss Greenwood. Hello, Howard. Good evening, Don. Oh, uh, if you and Susan were talking, don't let me interrupt you. Oh, we were just talking about the weather. The weather? And there are so many other things to talk about. <laughs> well, uh, Susan, tell him about your collection of Venucci records. Oh, I'd love to. Do you collect Frankie Venucci records too, Don? Me? That guy? Don't you think he's heavenly? When he sings, don't you just swoon? The only thing that's made me swoon lately is a 60-pound pack. 
Oh, I'm a Vanucci fan, Susie. I think he's really copacetic. I think he's copacetic, too. <laughs> I knew you two had something in common. <laughs> Even if it's copacetic, it's something. You have his autograph, too, haven't you, Susan? Yeah. I got it the last time he appeared here in Lakeview. Oh, boy, it's in lavender ink, too. Gee, Vanucci's autograph in lavender ink. Suzanne. <laughs> You mean you hung around outside a theater like all those young kids in sweaters and bobby socks? Oh, no. I got him right in his taxi cab, and I wouldn't let him out until he signed it. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? I can hardly believe it. Yeah, I can hardly believe it either. Well, tell us more about Venucci, dear. Yeah. How close did you get to him? Did you touch him? Ah, oh, who wants to talk? Let's dance. Swell. I got some really hep jive. Here's a record I bought yesterday, a new arrangement of The General Jumps at Dawn. Mm-hmm. Must be a sequel to that piece, The Private Collapse at Roll Call. <laughs> I'll put it on. Come on, Don. Let's do the sugar rip. The sugar rip? Gosh, I don't know how to dance that. Well, don't look at me. All I know is the gavotte. <laughs> I? Susan, I do the sugar rip, Susie. Oh, gee, swell, Howard. What are we waiting for? Let's swing on out. Come on. Are you happy? You're plenty solid yourself, Howard. Come on, let's go to town. Gosh, I, I didn't know she'd dance that way. Is that dancing? It looks like a riot set to music. Say, Miss Greenwood. Yes? How old is Susan, anyway? Well, I thought you knew she's all of 15. 15? She's only 15? Oh, oh, gee, wait a minute. I, I ripped your dress, Miss Green. Oh, think nothing of it, child. It's an Adrian, but it's worth it. Oh, I'll go upstairs and change. When I get my Bobby socks on, I'll really be on the beach. Uh, while you're changing, I'll go get some of my records. I got a slew of platters that really come on. Oh, do you mind if I turn this phonograph off, Don? Not at all. Say, Miss Greenwood. Yes, Don? Do you know where Barbara is? Uh, I've got to ask her something. What, Don? She'll go to the ball with me on Monday night. Gee, <laughs> Aunt Charlotte... I don't know why they call it Blue Monday. <laughs> this is the happiest day I've ever had in my whole life. I'm happy too, Barbara, if you're happy. Is everything all right between you and Don? <laughs> well, he's taking me to the ball tonight. What do you think? And guess what? Susan is going with Howard Morton. <laughs> oh, I'm glad, Aunt Charlotte. <laughs> she's, she's really a sweet child. Yes, if you'll just remember that she is a child for at least a year or two longer. And I think maybe she will now. I'll go. I think I know who this is. Why, it's Mr. Anderson and Judge Cronin. Boys, I was just thinking of you two. Yes, and we two have been thinking of you, too. Two? <laughs> we want to know, Charlotte, which one of us is taking you to the ball? Well, I'll tell you. I think the world of you, Judge Cronin. <laughs> yeah. And you too, Mr. Anderson? Oh. Uh. You're both my dear, thoughtful friends. Oh. I think you're both wonderful. Oh. So I'm not going with either one of you. Oh. No, boys, I'm going with both of you. Oh. Now come in while I get ready. <laughs> Thank you.
Greenwood will be back in a moment. Meanwhile, I want to remind you again, the next time you buy a card for any occasion, look on the back for the identifying words, a Hallmark card. H-A-L-L-M-A-R-K. A Hallmark card. Like sterling on silver, those three words are your assurance of finest quality. They tell your friends you cared enough to send the very best. Yes, a Hallmark card will best express your perfect taste, your thoughtfulness. Mr. Freeburn Smith, bless your heart. Are you sure that everybody knows that we are on the air two and one half hours later starting next Sunday? Are you kidding? I told them at the beginning of the show and in the middle, and you're going to tell them right now. That's right, I am. And now until next Sunday at the new time, remember two and one half hours later, this is Charlotte Greenwood saying, So long, friends, until we meet again. So long, neighbor, till next Sunday on the by Jack Hasty and D.H. Johnson. With John Brown, Charles Cantor, and Edward Ryan, we'll be able to the 20th Century Fox, came to you from Hollywood. This is the Blue Network of the American Broadcasting Company. That was the episode Pat's Old Flame from the Charlotte Greenwood Show. I've always liked that program, and it's a shame that it only ran for two seasons. However, most of the episodes survive to this day for us to enjoy. If you're interested in learning more about Greenwood and the radio show, I suggest visiting RadioGoldIndex.com, a really great resource. Everyone have a great weekend, and we'll see you here on Monday for another classic comedy radio show. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. I plan out our whole day. First we'll make snow angels for two hours, and then we'll go ice skating, and then we'll eat a whole roll of Toll House cookie dough as fast as we can, and then, to finish, we'll snuggle.